If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Hey, how are you? I thought that was you. Hey, how's a boy? Well, well, can't complain. How are you? Oh, swell. I couldn't be better. Good. Uh, say, I've been going to call you. Oh? Don't tell me you set the date. That's right. A week from Friday. Yeah. And, well, I, I wondered if maybe you changed your mind. Changed my mind about what, Herb? Well, uh, uh, being the best man. Oh, no. No, of course not. Last time I saw you, you know, when you asked me, you yeah. said you hadn't set the date for the wedding yet. I was waiting to hear from you, Herb. Well, as I said, I, I was going to call you. I... I thought maybe you saw it in the paper. No, 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 I didn't and, see a uh, thing. Well, this is, uh, this is sort of embarrassing, but... Uh, Why? Well, you see, Janet sent out the invitations about a month ago, and it seems that, uh, well, they haven't heard from you. Oh, my gosh, Herb, I... I, I it's I just that the Schaefer's kind of wanted to know, you know, something about seating arrangements for the reception and dinner afterwards. You know, you know how those things are. Oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> of course. I, you mean we got an invitation, we didn't even answer it? <laughs> Well, look, nothing was said to me. Well, or... I figured you were both busy. I, I know how those things are. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I had to ask you, but Janet kept asking me, and, well, you know how it is. Embarrassing, but, <laughs> well, we're old pals, well, and... Well, look, her, for heaven's sakes, I'm the one who's embarrassed. My gosh. Well, I will certainly look into this when I get home. <laughs> Now, an on-the-spot interview from Beechnut Babyland. Uh, tell me, sir, how long have you been eating Beechnut baby foods? <coughs> Almost all your life. Three months now, you say. And how do you like Beechnut? <coughs> really? It's that good, is it? The best baby food you can buy because... Because it comes from Beechnut Babyland, a very special place where food is best from the beginning like luscious beechnut pears, so exceptionally good and sweet to start with. And then prepared with extra special care. So all the natural flavor, the natural freshness, is there for baby to enjoy. And the same goes for every food from Beechnut Babyland. Babies can taste the luxury quality. Oh, sure, I'll tell them. Get Beechnut, the most babied food in the world. <laughs> Oh, certainly. 
certainly is not in the desk. I don't remember getting any invitation. Well, keep looking. I tell you, I was so embarrassed. Herb, my old pal, had to come and ask me if we were coming to the wedding. When here, I'm, I'm going to be his best man. Well, of course, I didn't know Herb was getting married. You never mentioned it to I me. I did, I did. I said he'd asked me to be his best man. Well, I would have remembered if you'd told me because I always thought it was terrible the way he treated Marjorie. Oh, well, look, that is neither here nor there. She no. went with him for five years, then he just dumps her over for who? Who's he marrying? Janet Schaefer. You mean the Schaefer's, the lumber people? Yeah, sure, that's right. Oh, Herb did all right, didn't he? She must be an awful lot younger than he is. Well, I don't know about that. Well, I never had any use for him after he threw Marjorie over. I think it's terrible. Marjorie's the most wonderful person. She was crazy about him. She would have made him the most wonderful wife. Well, look, he didn't want to marry Marjorie. He wants to marry Janet. Now, look, will you keep looking for that invitation? I am, dear. I am looking. Poor Marjorie, she was so crazy about Herb. Did you look in the kitchen? Yes, I did. Everybody certainly expected him to marry Marjorie. I just don't know why men do that. It is so typical. Go with some girl for years and keep them dangling and then just up and marry somebody else. Well, I'm going to look on the closet shelf. There's a pile of stuff up there. Yes. Poor look, Marjorie. Why do you glare at me? Now, look, I can't help it if Herb didn't marry her for Pete's sake. It's not well, my fault. Well, you're a man, and you threw over that, that Catherine to marry me. You know, I've always felt rather badly about that. I'm beginning to regret it myself. <laughs> Silly. You ever wish you'd married her instead, honey? Yes, right now. I'll bet Katie <laughs> wouldn't have misplaced a very important wedding invitation that... Oh, for pizzas, what is all this? What? Oh, here's a handful of letters, a bunch of them in this coat pocket. Hey, here. By golly, I'll bet this is it. Up. Yes, yes, here it is. This oh, is... heavens. Well, oh, I, well, I know well. what happened. I put on that old raincoat to dash to the store one morning, and I picked up the mail on my way out, and apparently... All right, all right, oh. never mind now. This has got to be answered, and answered right now. Oh, yes, I feel terrible about it. Let me see it. Oh, God, it's a very formal wedding. Oh, no. Yes. What'll I wear? Look, why, before we worry about clothes, let's worry about our manners. Now, sit down and write out an acceptance of the invitation, and I'll go out and mail well, it. I'm so embarrassed about not answering it. Mm. Maybe I ought to write a little note of explanation. I mean, how I dashed to the store in the old raincoat and picked up the letters and then no, didn't no, remember no, them now, again. No, 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 you can't do that. Just no, answer it. No, I guess not. Formal invitation like this, I believe, has to be answered just as formally. Get out the book of etiquette. See, where is it? Well, can't you just write a brief note saying we accept? No, no, dear. It has to be very formal. We need absolutely plain white note paper, I think, too. Well, you've certainly got some stationery. Nothing plain. My initials are on some, and then I have just everyday stationery with name and return address and all that. We can't use that at all. I'll, ha well, I'll have to buy some. Oh, uh, darling, you to. think we'd be able to answer a wedding invitation without, without buying stationery and without having to look up in a book about how mm. to do it? We never go to really formal weddings, that's why. Well. If you're going to be the best man, we certainly want the Schaefers to know that we know how to do things right. I guess the Schaefers already have some idea of how we do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the answering invitations, acceptances, and regrets. I mean, here. Answering a wedding invitation. An invitation to the church only requires no answer whatsoever. Why? But an invitation to the reception afterwards is answered on the first page of a sheet of plain white note paper... And although it is written by hand, the spacing of the words must be followed as though they were engraved. Here it gives an example. Look. Oh, well, where? Write each thing on a different line here. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Robert Brown. And then on the next line, you write, accept with pleasure. And then on the next line, Mr. and Mrs. John Smith. And then kind invitation for. And then on the last line, Tuesday, the 1st of 1st May. 1st of May. Oh. Well, dear, that's the way it has to be done. Well... Oh, look at the time. Look, before the store is closed, go down to the bookstore on the boulevard and get some plain white note paper. Oh, all right, all right.
$4.95. Well, didn't he have anything less expensive? He didn't have any plain white paper at all, except typing paper. Every darn box of stationery he had was either pink or gray or blue or yellow or something, or else it had roses or daffodils on it. Oh, and he well. had some for children with Mickey Mouse or a bunch of cats on well, it. Let me see what you got. Here, look, will you stop fixing dinner and answer that invitation now so I can go out and mail it, honey? Well, it's beautiful paper, yeah, dear. It ought to be beautiful paper, four ninety-five. There wasn't oh, time to go downtown. Sure. I just had to get this. Sure. Well, it'll last us the rest of our lives. We'll just keep it to answer formal invitations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, come on, get it written well, now. Hurry up. Well, just let me wipe my hands. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of poor Marjorie while I was peeling potatoes. She must feel terrible. Oh. Well, she sees the man she thought she was going to marry, now about to get married to some wealthy girl. And Marjorie was always so wonderful to her when he didn't have the job he has now and didn't make so much money. They'd go for walks and, instead of the movies, and I think she even loaned him some money to buy that car. Goodness knows Marjorie never had anything. She was always so good to him. Where's a pen? Well, I, here, here. Now, look, give it back to me, too, All will right. you? Well, maybe that was the trouble. Maybe what was the trouble? Yeah, same old story since the beginning of time. The man likes to do the chasing. I don't think Marjorie chased her. Oh, look, write the invitation, will you? Herb's going to marry Janet Schaefer. Yes, I know. Where's Betsy? Outdoors, playing with the Kendall children. And I was thinking, it's kind of funny Herb asked her to be the best man. You don't see him much. No, I hardly ever see him, but I grew up with him. I've known him since we were in kindergarten, I guess. Mm -hmm. Funny how you grow apart, though. You know, we almost seem like strangers when I was talking to him today. How you doing? Oh, I smeared that one. I'm going to start over. Kind of nice of Herb to ask me to be best man, though. I guess no matter how much you grow <laughs> apart as you get older, there's still, you know, a sentimental attachment to people that you knew when you were building tree houses and shooting marbles and playing hooky to go swimming. Ah, golly, good old Herb. Your huh? kind and honey, do you mind just not what? talking? Now I've made another mistake. I'll be well, wasting I, all the good paper well, well, here. I'm sorry, dear, but constantly. Why don't you read what you need for the wedding? I marked it right there in the book, what to wear. What do you mean? I'll wear my dark suit. It is formal, and the best man wears what the bridegroom wears. There, look at that, right? A cutaway coat. Right cutaway there. coat? Right you there. Right let, there. Let, me, let me see. Right there. Cutaway the coat, page. waistcoat to match. Gray striped trousers to match, or black with pin stripes, stiff white shirt, wing collar, white buckskin gloves, silk hat, <laughs> black or white or gray tie, either foreign hand or boy. Are they kidding? Or gray or white ascot if preferred. <laughs> oh, Bob. Well, dear, that's full. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I know Herb. He's not going to get himself into one of these monkeys. Well, I'll bet he is. You better call him and find out. Well, by golly, I will. I'll find out right now. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. CBS Radio. Uh, one moment, please. CBS Radio. Uh, what's that, madam? Oh, I'm sure I don't know why Johnny Dollar prefers blondes. I'm a brunette myself. Yes, he's on the air this Sunday. I'll get it, Marge. CBS Radio. Yes, sir. Indictment is based on the work of the New York District Attorney's Office. Oh, yes, they try to make it as authentic as they can. Yes, sir, Sunday. You're welcome. You know, March people really enjoy radio drama. I read somewhere once that it's because it gives their imaginations a chance to work. That figures. CBS Radio. Our Sunday schedule? Oh, yes, madam. Suspense, yours truly, Johnny Dollar, FBI in Peace and War, Indictment and Gunsmoke. Yes, you can hear them all on Sunday over most CBS radio stations. You're welcome. 
CBS Radio. Yeah, yeah, sure. I just thought I'd better call and check. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, fine, Herb. All right. Yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. Goodbye. Cutaway coat, gray striped trousers, gray ascot silk hat. Well, <clears> I told you. What there, has happened I... to that guy, Pete Sakes? I can remember when you could hardly get him to put on a tie, if I'm well, saying. Well, I imagine you can rent a suit, dear. Well, so there's certain work. things I'll have to buy. Yes, and I'm going to have to have a dress. I have nothing for a formal wedding, not a thing. Oh. As the wife of the best man, I'll certainly have to be dressed for the occasion, won't I? Yes, and yes. And don't forget yes. the wedding present, and since you are the best man, it can't be something like a candy dish. It'll have to be something rather special. You don't want Herb to be embarrassed at what his best man gives. No, no, you're right, you're right. I'm what not... about a party for him? Huh? Well, dear, doesn't the best man always throw a party for the bridegroom? Yes, 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 I suppose so. <laughs> you were worried about the four ninety five you spent for stationery, dear. Boy, <laughs> the least of it. <laughs> this wedding of Herb's is going to cost me a fortune. I know, that's why I wondered why you were so pleased about it all. You know, I know it's flattering to be asked, but I was a maid of honor four times and I had to buy my dresses... The bride selects them, you know, and they were always something I couldn't wear for anything else. Then I had to give showers for the bride and buy presents for that, and then a wedding present besides... Well, why did Herb ask me? I never even see the guy. Why, we don't even have anything in common anymore. Well, he's asked you, dear, and you said yes, so... Formal wedding? Who has formal weddings anymore? <laughs> the Schaefers. I suppose Janet wanted one. Well, why didn't he marry Marjorie? She'd have had sense to have a nice, quiet, simple ceremony... Herb would have had a darn nice wife if he'd married Marjorie. Yes, and you could have worn your dark blue suit. Yes. <laughs> well, I could I'm going to call Betsy, and it's getting dark, and I'll finish getting dinner. You better go out and mail this, and then sit down and make a list of guests for the bachelor party you're going to throw for good old Herb. Yeah, good old Herb. Well, he did it. He did what, dear? He paid me back. You know, we had a fight in the fifth grade. I gave him a black eye. He said someday he'd get even. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Carl Frank as Herb and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. Thank you.